4: Welcome
1: back to Roll to Cast, your favourite award-winning TTRPG podcast, which has a different game system each season, and we are nearing the end. The The dice have been cast on our season of Die RPG, When the Party's Over. And uh, I have been your GM slash the the character Allegra, and we are back around the table to discuss everything when it comes to the season of when the party's over, what happened, what didn't happen, what we want to talk about. There might be some, uh, maybe some big feelings we want to talk about, some questions from you. (laughs) So we're all back together. But just to remind you all of everyone's voices, what we're doing, uh, let's go around the table and uh, say your your name and your characters' names, uh,
3: <laughs> both of them. Yeah. Both of them. I am Phil, and I played uh, Toby, who was the Neo Hawk.
0: Excellent. All right. I am Luna, and I played Cat, who was Avenger, the Ecstasy Knight. <laughs> <laughs> love the Ecstasy man.
5: <laughs> oh, Got to remember this bullshit. Okay, I was. I am Sean. Yep. And I was Logan, who was DW the Great who was the fool.
1: Amazing.
3: Good
6: stuff. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> bringing the energy down.
4: That's so good. I love it. We're uh, all oh, done with each other now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, my name's Max. Um,
6: I played Vince, who... Played as Flint, the dictator in the world of Die.
1: Yep, excellent.
6: And I'm Chris.
2: I played Xavier, who played Adam, who didn't really go by Adam. uh, And I was the Godbinder.
1: Wonderful. And we are all back around the table to discuss... What happened? So yeah. I guess this is where uh, I Fucking throw Fucking
2: spoilers it- for everyone as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, yes. yeah. If you are if listening the- to this episode, go back. Why? This isn't Why? the one to jump
1: in. Yeah, this needs a little bit of context. So go back, listen to the beginning of when the party's over because it's a cracker season. I don't think anyone's
6: ever listened to one of these wrap-ups. I- so I'm, have, certain- <laughs> I'm certain they have. If you have, let us know. Yeah. yeah. Tell yeah. us. Yeah, I want to know. That's unhinged. If you yeah.
1: Speaking of things you want to know, this was a game that, uh, had a lot of secrets, had big mysteries. Every character had their own kind of um, intentions and backstories. And then again, we'll we'll talk more about the the mechanics uh, with with the creator of the game, Kieran Gillen, uh, or co creator, in his own words. But each kind of character has their own secrets in terms of things they can do that other people don't know about. So I guess I'm going to throw it to you, the players, and ask. What do you want to know now that the season's over? Well, c-
5: yeah, you know, no, you go, Cameron. Oh, thank Aww. you. Well, I was just
1: going
0: to say um,
1: what the fuck, Ellen? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's and my answer to that. I mean, yes my my and, immediate yeah. question is
5: one that we ask every season, which was like, is there anything we did that threw you a massive curveball mm. that you're like, oh, yeah. God? Bro,
1: this whole season. Because again, in the book, it says, don't prep. which yeah, is in, You were very stressed about that, I
4: remember. Uh, yes. Before every
1: recording session. Yes. <laughs> I believe every single day of recording, I said, prepare for the loosest uh, yeah. prep session you've ever been in in your life. And that was true. Uh, that was true it, every single yeah. day. I think a lot
3: of GMs who've done it fairly often run into that, oh, my God, I haven't prepped feeling. But that's usually because you're expected to prep and yes. you haven't. Yes, this one you're expected to not, not prep. prep. Uh, but the feeling remains. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I I guess in terms of things that threw me, I wanted to make the the central premise of of the game or like the core rule, which is that the ending vote has to be unanimous, I wanted to make sure that it could be anyone. Anyone could go either side. Mm. So that meant that the the real tangible world had to have its own hooks, but it also meant that the fantasy needed to play to each individual character. So I wanted to make sure that that was all, that everything had its own temptations. Yeah. Um, and as a result, it was just a game of seeing where people would then fall. So I guess for mm. me it was interesting to see the eventual flip of – You know, literally splitting the party uh, in terms of people wanting to stay in the game versus people wanting to go home, which led to some amazing character beats. But for most of the game, it was just me watching. What any of you would do? Yet, yeah, tr- truly, the the surprising thing was just what what you were going to do next, because I had no idea.
3: <laughs> I mean, conversely, how much of the kind of structure had you planned out in terms of like the heart and the head and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Did you have that kind of like shaped out that we the the was cat's husband on the always journey?
5: there? Like, that? The, was that was cat's husband always there? Was that like like those sort of like fun moments in the uh, season?
1: Oh, I think there was like definitely a lot of big thoughts that happened between session one and and session two, mm. or, or rather the f- the first time we actually play the game, not not counting kind of session zero.
5: Yeah, when we are in before we're in the world.
1: Yeah, um, I think I, I struck gold with the idea of of making the map a big skeleton, mainly because uh, that was that, and that was coming into the game. That's just because. Uh, I needed to have something to ground myself, um, really? just so it wasn't just "we'll find Wondering. you." Yeah, yeah. and uh, I knew early on I-, I wanted the final kind of confrontation to take place in some sort of either mausoleum or crypt, or because this whole season, fittingly, is about death. <laughs> <laughs> like it's in yeah. the name, die, but it, yeah. it, but particularly with with Allegra and her character, the whole thing was about death, um, and so I wanted to really hit that home. And then I kind of struck on the idea of, well, what if the map is a skeleton? Is a so, dead thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. So that that's one thing I had prepped, and then I I knew I would like for Cat. I knew obviously there was going to be. Lots of uh, juicy kind of drama to go for in terms of her relationship. What were things that I thought I could tempt people with? I guess it was a a fine line of playing of when the game was frightening. We used those things to scare uh, the players. So it latched onto the worst parts of their reality in order Mm -hmm. to tempt Mm -hmm. them or when it latched onto the better parts. So a a great dynamic was when I realized, oh, Xavier isn't really buying in.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask that. He wasn't really
1: buying in. So then flipping the the dynamic as opposed to having him answer to a god to making him have more power or like playing more into a power fantasy was one thing that I went, oh, I can actually – that's a way to, to make the the fantasy much more tempting.
4: Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Where did we start? Yeah.
4: Sorry, well, I, I got caught away logic
3: train. How much was structured? How much was planned? Like, very little. Very little. Yeah, very little. There was a, a city, the heart, and the head was the end, and that was about it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, from, from the, the outset of the game, y- usually it's just the only thing that is set in stone is that everyone has to vote. So an easy thing is just to have the the game master fuck off because yeah, you right. can't vote if you're Until not all together. Yeah. yeah. So you can either find them or you know there there can be other different conflicts that
3: is that is that basically how rituals work as well. Is the game master is less involved in a rituals game? Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Whereas you can play the game master more as a full player character in if you're doing a campaign style, but rituals is is very kind of fast and dirty die rpg stuff i did still fill out allegra's stuff as a, as a player but mm. you know obviously d- being a game master in the game but also being gm of this podcast i had a, a lot of things to juggle with so being outside of the story helped yeah. in that in that regard
5: that means that everything from like meeting the robotic troop yeah um to uh what we did in the castle like did you at least have like dot points of, I want to introduce these characters. These are fun ideas. Uh, or was it literally in the moment you just conjured up these? Like I <laughs> want to know how <laughs> much was- Here are was two princesses. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 How much was actually like, you were like, oh, roughly this.
1: So like our, our, our first session, which is mainly us in-person role-playing mm. as the personas and then getting to die and becoming the paragons and Allegra fucking off. That's pretty much in terms of the rituals checklist- that's where the game then goes, okay, you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was pretty much following that, which meant I, I wanted to have a little bit of tone and flavor to what the world would look like when you got there and what was kind of going on in Allegra's mind. And then the loosest prepared things was, I guess, between the heart and the mind in terms of just getting you there and what you were going to do. And um, So just in between sessions, I was really racking my brain for touchstones that I can draw on really easily, but then also that, Allegra but like, what, like, like that it? Allegra would be really obsessed with, so the Saints um, yeah, was a really yeah. good touchstone for that, especially because it playing into themes of grief and guilt and regret mm. and and martyrdom yeah. and death and symbols. so that was a touchstone. Tarot cards were a touchstone. The two princesses is a kind of bastardization of like a Welsh myth. yeah um, oh, or, or cool. I, I'm not sure if it's Welsh so it You might would be just
3: you would just like shaking your head out like. <laughs> Like a handbag. You were just like onto the table, like various myths and pop culture and whatever fell out. You just were like, this is what's happening. That's pretty
6: amazing. (laughs) It worked very well. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I think it worked so well because everything felt like a metaphor for something and it was like I didn't know what the metaphor was but it felt like one. Yeah. And I think that was actually really powerful because it made the world feel very vibrant, you know, and it felt like there were so many layers to uncover if we had the time or the, you know, the smarts to do it, you know? Mm. <laughs> even if yeah, even if you're like, I just threw that out of there. It just yeah. it felt very rich.
4: If, oh, you know, I'm I glad nailed it.
1: I, yeah. I felt I didn't do the monsters as well because there's a whole there's a bestiary in the back. Um but one of the main things is the bestiary goes into a lot of detail of things these things can represent in real life. Mm, and I kind of like right. flirted with it. Um but sometimes you can you can make it a real one to one of this minotaur is, is your older brother who always yeah, was yeah. better that, that uh-huh. like beat you in every sport. You know, yeah. sports game yeah. and, and and whatnot, um, and I like for the first monster that was more going to the myth. Or the, the the myth of the saint, as opposed to an allegory that would really strike home for any character. But I kind of justified it being that Allegra's stealing from the. Yeah, Look, you yeah. can justify a lot in this game, I've realized. <laughs> and uh, we'll I, just
0: leave it there.
3: <laughs> I, I don't like the whole dream logic of it, but I'm going to give you a reprieve. I'm going to ask uh, Luna if not ecstasy, yeah. what, yeah. what, what oh, other emotion would you have tapped?
0: Ooh. Ooh, I feel like it's really easy to go like rage, but it is such a fun one. And. Or like maybe grief might be, especially Mm, for grieving a life you don't have. A cat, I think, would be appropriate. That is actually what I originally thought, and then I was just thinking. I mean, we talked a lot, I think, out of recording, but about like how drawing on joy as the basis for your powers is like so fucked up. Yes, Um, (laughs) for the
3: purposes of violence. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like the happy,
0: the more violent you are, the happier you are, Mm. and vice versa. So. Yeah, it was fun to play on that idea of different kind of barbarian, I guess. And mm. The ability to the, suck yeah. happiness
3: out of people yeah. Yeah. as well. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it also <laughs> you dark. Know, pretty dark. <laughs> in in a
1: game that flirts a lot with you know the meta kind of l- looking at RPGs and how people play RPGs, it's kind of a good little meta commentary on murder hobos, though. A, oh a yeah, because you have some players out there who are just really
3: delighted to mm.
0: fuck shit up. Barbarians <laughs> love going in a rage. Yeah, you know? so, yeah,
3: yeah. So. There's, it's definitely a power fantasy to it. Um, mm. I think that is often a probably a lever that a lot of players feel is one that kind of is meant to to kind of get them to stay. But I, I don't know if you guys agree with this. I felt that this uh, group was more about, it was less about the temptation of this world than escaping mm. the other one. Yeah. At yeah. least it definitely was for me. It was more fleeing something than being like, well, this is so great. Let's stay here. It was just, for me, it was more like, I don't want to go back. It's yeah. crap there.
4: Yeah. It's, yeah. Kind of,
3: it's
5: kind of a framework, right? Of like looking at like, are they looking at it from a die perspective or are they looking at it in context of their own life? Mm. Like, is their life shit or... Like, you know, because for, for DW, it's very much about, like, wanting to es- escape expectation. Mm. And, you know, for, for what is expected of him in a past life, here there literally was no expectation other than to play the game. It's like, yeah, cool, I can do that.
1: Yeah, pretty m- I mean, uh, it seemed that for you, Max, that Vince was... Escape into some stuff. Yeah, well, yours was definitely the. I, I I feel like weirdly and maybe inappropriately for for rollercast, the two guests. I feel like I I was probably the meanest to in terms of uh, appealing to the the more tragic parts of the.
3: Yeah, backstory. yeah. Very melancholy. Yeah. 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 Well, it's
6: so. F- I think that that is so funny because I I actually came into playing Vince with a very kind of strong idea with what I wanted. Him to be like and what it like once he got into the game and before obviously like uh, like this person who really is got nothing going on in their life and wanted to kind of revel in treating this game like a game and having just doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do and it's so interesting because I had previously decided for myself before we even started playing that uh, Vince was did, would, would never want to leave the game and then, fully, die. And then you then 100% <laughs> and then yeah and then i died yeah. and oh then i
5: completely that changed your
6: character completely yeah. And, yeah. and that was such a wonderful gift as a role player in a, in a way getting like resurrected and stuff it was yeah. it and it fully changed and even just like his allegiance to people in the group and the way he was interacting with them like the like what i never would have saw coming was the the vince xavier yeah Yeah. that was so good yeah that that was that really took me off guard you know
1: that's so so interesting that 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 happened as well because we might have talked about it post game not you know without you guys you you beautiful listeners because sometimes we talk without you guys you you know um but there's an interesting mechanic in die because yes. no one stops playing even with character death. So the fallen are previous characters who have died. Uh, I don't know if I revealed that or not. <laughs> I think you just talked <laughs>
6: to us about you it. You talked yeah. to us about it,
1: yeah. Because there's a,
6: there's a like a character sheet There's a character you can sheet as, for yeah. it, which I
1: would have given to and and I you. And you were close to. I was close to doing it, but I I was thinking, well, Chris still has a miracle. <laughs> Chris Xavier still has a miracle up his hands. And being in that much debt to a god, it's pretty good story-wise. Yeah. So I'm just going to wait for a hot second, Yeah. see if if Chris goes for it. And if not, I was going to slide over that, uh, that fallen character sheet. And that was making me so nervous because it really would have changed the dynamic of oh, the, oh god, the, god, yeah, yeah. the yeah. game because then- your whole job would have been to kill a player character to get their die back. yeah so again that's that's a huge change to the you know to the dynamics to the story.
3: I like this more subtle outcome though that he does come back as himself, but he's obviously changed. Mm. yeah and it's not it, it's not like oh, oh he's warped he's changed but like just his attitude changed. And, yes, your attitude to all of us, but, like, the stakes for everybody changed. Yeah, the massively. whole group changed. It was, like, perfect timing. Yeah. We oh, were, yeah. were all like, yeah, this is a fun game. Let's just let's just get through it. We'll be fine. <laughs> and we're like, oh. Oh, this could, oh. oh, You didn't have
5: a <laughs> near-death near experience? Bad. You had a death, death
6: experience. experience. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. But I think that that actually, I think that he had a near-death experience. I actually think almost nothing changes for him. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, and then I'm fine tomorrow. That's a game. That's mm. the thing that happens. Yeah. But I think it was the literal death. What happened in between? Literally nothing. You were dead. There's nothing. Yeah. There's a void. And then you come back and you have this second chance, but you're like, no, this is not a game. This is very serious. We need to get the fuck out of this dangerous place. Yeah. Which and helped, no one understands it.
1: And it helped me cement some things that I was considering for Allegra's backstory too, which is yeah. really fortuitous. Well,
6: I mean, speaking of the death, um, there was such a, and especially <laughs> listening back, back to it, because I did forget the order in which these things happened, but mm. the bottle that DW found in the with, had the up. liquid in it described before the death happened. Yes. But then the liquid inside perfectly was the stuff to do with the, the death. Mm. And there's something like obviously you didn't know that was going to happen, but it felt like Allegra had a greater kind of grip on... The reality of the world than maybe was true, but mm. at least for like for Vince, it like really upped the stakes of how dangerous this place actually is and how dangerous this person is. Yeah. in this place, which was really fun. <laughs>
1: Character death is a is you know obviously a not a new thing for for Worldcast, but this was. One of the most interesting games in which it could have happened just because of what comes next, you know, and knowing that we would keep you all here. Very interesting thing. I I wonder if this is a good place to segue to one of our fan questions, just while we're talking about Paragons. Um, This is, we have a kind of little subgroup in the Die Discord, (laughs) which is very cool. We had a question from from Alex, who has been a, a big proponent of of this season. If the players could have chosen their own paragons, what would they have wanted to try? I seem to recall the GM assigning based on track record and personal no- knowledge because I did ask all members of Roltercast to submit their... Top, top three, three
4: yeah.
1: Um, but unfortunately, Max and Luna, I slotted you in. Uh, yeah, because I was like, that
4: yeah. didn't happen to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I I, didn't get that you I, like, mm.
6: I just <laughs> then I did that thing that people do, where I nodded in approval, knowing full well that didn't happen to me because I thought everyone else had that happen to them. And <laughs> no. I didn't want to yes. be rude. because was that called cast privilege? Yeah. Well, yeah,
1: <laughs> I obviously knew I was going to be working with 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 these three dudes before I, you know, we kind of finally then came to select um you two as, as guest players, which might be an interesting thing to talk about after as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, well I
5: got my yeah. first choice, so I yeah. have having... <laughs> <laughs> Well because I just went for the, the simplest like Sean archetype. Like mm. what is what have I played the most of in role to car? So where's the meta like kind of like narrative in there and see then what I can do a spin on with that character as well. But if I was like thinking like if I was to go again and if I was to try and think of a mm. different... I, I think I would love to play, I think, Emotion Night. Um, I think Emotion Night would just be really fun. Yeah. And, but then where I'd fit on the wheel would be, like...
4: Oh,
1: yeah.
5: ...really fascinating. Because, again, yeah. rage is the obvious one, but I don't... Whether it's, like, like giddiness or yeah. like some Disgust sort
1: of Disgust like is an interesting one. Oh,
4: yeah.
5: so I'd love to
1: see some oh, other playthroughs. Yeah. yeah
5: I, that's, what about fear?
1: Emotions. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs>
0: like you're I thought that would be a really
1: easy one for this
0: season yeah. to just
1: be like holy shit! Yeah,
5: I,
0: I'm gonna attack stuff now. I'm afraid
5: and I'm strong.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, or I can take the fear from someone else, oh, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's very like, cool. Uh, like, that's actually like a helpful, you know, mine never really felt good of like, I'm gonna sap your joy but like, <laughs> you know, if someone's gonna do something and they're really scared
1: in your group, you can be like, I'll take this beer, yeah. you know, becomes, and I'll use yeah. it. Like, it becomes much more of a, a self-martyring thing yeah. of yeah. I will take it. Yeah, it's your more altruistic negative, than yeah, emotions. Emotions. I'm taking all the, the applications,
5: love and positivity. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the yeah. applications
5: of emotion night of an emotion night ni- are just really fascinating and exciting. I'd love yeah. to explore that. Um
1: just for your knowledge, Sean, Ooh. make sure to give the fool to someone who gets the joke and is in on it.
5: Yeah, I did read that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well you weren't meant to I, No, I that's it, it. it's not true. You can read whatever you yeah, want. Exactly. The- <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll go go around, Max. Do you um, Oh well no, you didn't you get you didn't getting getting get to, to pick. pick. Well what
3: would you
6: have picked? But before you, you before you had like when you first pitched the idea to me and you kind of gave me a very brief rundown of what die is and the paragons that would be distributed and you did say that you would distribute them. I did kind of have a very cursory look at all of them and it's so interesting because at my first glance I was like, I don't want to play a dictator. Oh no. <laughs>
4: no! but, but
6: specifically because I was like, what a scary, like, I, I was like, I don't know how to handle that on, at the table. Like, it's, kind of scary it's kind of a lot to think about like when and where and how much i can use that yeah. and, like it just seemed too, like it just seemed kind of too much for my brain at the time so um, i um i think actually the original thing when i looked at them i liked the idea of a god binder oh yeah a lot because i was like oh you can just like pick a god and then go really hard into that as an idea but then also it's funny after having played it i really i think i might have been (laughs) shit (laughs) at (laughs) it or at least i think chris did such a wonderful job with it that i it's now intimidating to (laughs) no i'm I'm with you if i'd have been given godbinder it would have been awful well i I don't think i could do it Mm. i I think actually like i i thought of it i I mean i didn't know anything really much about it but i i think i was thinking of it differently but i also think it would have been a terrible fool like dreadful because I don't think I'm, I don't think that that's...
1: You don't get the joke? I don't get the jokes, man. <laughs> and you're not in I'm on them. I'm not it. in on
6: them. I just also think I would, I wouldn't do dumb, I mean...
1: You wouldn't do dumb
3: Flint shit? Flint
6: did dumb shit at the start intentionally, <laughs> so like was very blasé about the whole thing and yeah. did non-optimal things a lot of the time until he died. Um, and then obviously changed. Uh, but Godbinder was was interesting to mm. me originally. Uh, Chris, I
1: do you remember your three?
6: I do. I think I sent them to you.
2: Yes. I had to look through our Facebook message and I yeah. can't find it. It but might I... have
1: been in a group chat oh, with everyone or you might have actually just given it to me.
2: Oh, it was a handwritten thing yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do recall, I think. Uh, which was an emotion night and uh, the dictator and the godfinder. Yeah, those were my three. I think both are, are really interesting because of the emotion wheel that comes with it, and that kind of lends to like lots of different interpretations of how to perform a character. And I think that's really, really interesting. Like, mm-hmm. like what we were talking about earlier of like fear being like this kind of selfless thing could also be this fucking awful person, right? Who just bullies the rest of the party into maintaining a constant level of fear so that you can siphon that off to get powerful Yeah, yeah. you know like the 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 kind of endless possibilities or even like having a combo of the voice uh, the dictator and the, the the emotion knight the dictator using the emotion knight and like using the voice on them to feel and buff their power over 9000 is um, see this is why I'd be a terrible fool um, <laughs> or a better one I don't know about yeah. that um, I'd be I'd be a rubbish fool. A strategic I'd be fool. a rubbish fool. Um, <laughs> but yeah emotion night and um dictator I think we were, were on my list because the the emotion is really useful mm. uh, from a role-playing perspective it, it, those limitations being like this is what you're focused on this emotion is what your goal is or what you do is such an interesting thing because you're you're justifying that action then retrospectively uh, or or before the action happens so that, like, that leads to interesting roleplay. Like, what is this character that wants to create fear or wants to create awe or wants to create disgust in people or, or uses it to get powerful and, and, yeah.
1: I definitely early on had kind of pegged you for a Godbinder. And my reason for is it's interesting because if I'm reading the thing from the book, this doesn't sound like a Chris play style at all, right? It isn't really for those who are looking for crunchy mechanics. <laughs> No. It's one where the player gets to interact with a series of god characters and barter for what they want. Uh oh. It's the class whose abilities most impl- involve roleplay as a core element. If a player likes yapping to NPCs, this is one of the best choices for them. Now, I know. I know what you're all thinking.
2: That's antithetical to Chris.
1: <laughs> However, what you do really well, Chris, is you play with power dynamics in your games as as both GM and players. Yeah. And I thought, oh, if there's anyone who's going to be really good at wheeling and dealing that's probably going to be you as well as kind of, you know, playing playing lots of social intrigue
6: games. Mm, mm.
1: Hence why I kind of went for that. I also realised I didn't tell Max. I was about to <laughs> say, <can laughs> you, you, not one. to
6: be incredibly selfish, but <laughs> what is it, the dictator one? I want to know, man.
1: Give it to the most selfish guy. Go- no, <laughs> <Yeah>. i <I'm kidding. laughs> Give it to Max. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so weird. It just yes, says very give specific. It to Max. Actually, uh, we'll turn off
6: all the mics just for yeah. a second. Just, just tell <laughs> me.
1: It just says, uh, no. So it, it talks about a lot of who not to give it to. Which is really interesting because I guess the dictator is the most most tricky one to play in terms of keeping everyone safe. Um, in fact, early on, you can all discuss whether or not to have a dictator in your game and whether the dictator's powers can affect PCs which, as well. oh, we,
4: which we,
2: we did discuss that. We did yeah, discuss. that. yeah, we so, did. Talk we about. said yes. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't.
1: All right, two fools. <laughs> yes. So we obviously we said yes to dictator. Yes. <laughs> uh, but also we said that it can work on PCs. But you can like as a group veto that outright so we also vetoed some things that we didn't want to use the voice for yes yeah yeah yeah. yeah. which i think is good you know it, it talks about uh the dictator including themes of consent and emotional violation the dictator's challenge to the player is one of navigating those boundaries and deciding what is acceptable and seeing how treating other people like tools is a temptation to them this can go to some dark places and the reason why you want someone mature enough to play, play the dictator is so that they don't go there unknowingly. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of the ethos. I was like, Max is a very emotionally intelligent person.
6: <laughs> so why I'm are you sw- I like that? Know, I'm <laughs> I I'm How am I supposed to react to that, man? Yeah.
0: Now <laughs> man um, the moment when someone ripped their own heart out after you spoke to them is coming to mind. Yeah, <laughs> I
6: was like... <laughs> I was like I did I, I obviously abuse it yes. in that you know what I mean like but, but that's And
1: and yeah. the thing and the way that you keep talking about being scared to use the dictator's power yeah. is kind of exactly why I chose yeah. you. <laughs> yeah.
3: You should be scared of it. Yes. That's the yes. whole point. Yes. yes. But
1: also playing into the theme of dictators as Bards and Vince's backstory being a performer, you know, who literally has weight with the words, it just seemed like a really nice fit. Yeah. Phil
3: so me personally, I was interested in playing the fool, right? Yeah. So that's what I was kind of mm. aiming for. Full fool season. <laughs> yeah, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was just like a fun thing. I'm getting to grips with being ADHD and it's a very impulsive character and basically that becomes their strength. But the persona I made doesn't fit with that. Toby is not in on the joke. Toby is not the fool. Like it doesn't work for him He's the butt of the joke he does, He's not in on it um, And he resents the joke So it doesn't really work for him But I think post-game What I thought might have been an interesting choice for him Is dictator Because, oh. because yeah. cool. He wants people to feel a certain way About climate change yeah. <laughs> He wants people to feel a certain way About their responsibility to the earth And the future, right?
2: And specifically his politic.
3: And his politic, right? Yeah. And, and how tempting is that? Just like, what yeah. if I could just make people care about it? What if I could just go out and use my voice and say, we've got to change. You have yeah. to feel more strongly. Yeah. Otherwise, we're all doomed. It's for your own good.
6: That's so interesting. And
3: there's a real moral conji there to be like, well, if I don't do that, then we're all screwed. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I have to, but- that, that way lies Ruin, right? Yeah. So I think that would have been a really interesting take for him. Damn, that would have um, been cool. <laughs> but that's not something I kind of realised until after the game. Beforehand mm. I was just like, yeah, Fool would be fun, but it, th- there's a lot more considerations beyond like what – you want to play, certainly after you make your persona, the calculation mm. changes. Yes. Yeah. It's also
5: fascinating because the Fool and the Neo, like we end up on the same side towards the end. Yeah, we did, yeah. And yeah. that took a very long time, but I, that was one thing that I never foresaw. I didn't think that there was going to be a connection between mm. the two of them. Yeah, they came to it for very different reasons.
1: Not only that, but the Fool and Neo can, can be played in very similar ways because both of those archetypes are always the ones that get the party into the most trouble because of their impulsive activity. For the fool, it's because they need to be impulsive to not uh, run out of luck. They literally
5: need to fuck over the
4: party in order to work.
1: Yeah, but the Neo, their impulsive behaviour comes from the need for fair gold because without that they are powerless mm. yeah so it, it is interesting that that dynamic yeah. ended up happening yeah.
5: chris's character said it, it's like wait if you don't have gold are you useless toby mm. he's like, like uh
3: thanks yes yeah <laughs> um, but i think that's that's why it became an interesting dynamic for him because beyond his politics and his climate anxiety his more psychosocial issue was about acceptance in the group yes yeah uh and whether he was special or not I and did, the answer is he's not special but he got to be i yeah. did toy
1: with the idea of that's the thing I, I guess in my mind i was running a meter of how emotionally fucked the, each character was yeah, yeah. and if i yeah. thought you weren't i just i'd teeter I, I just push you on the show. i don't think you're fucked
6: enough at yeah, the moment I don't <laughs> yeah. Think, uh,
1: yeah, yeah i reckon i can i can push you a bit more
6: is this and this is i guess a question maybe for both ellen and phil yeah um but was like the neo to like a greens dude who's very about the environment but uses like all this tech that is kind of sustainable i guess <laughs> in a weird way in a weird way that, yeah was that like I, oh, I don't know like, if that was a. Co- oh, I'm assuming from that reaction, probably not. But like, I, I thought that was really interesting because I was like, I guess all of his machines are sustainable because I guess I don't really know how Fairgold works. Well, but like,
1: I guess there's there's themes of scarcity certainly. Yeah, because you've got a resource that is finite, finite. because yeah. it runs out at the end and you of have each to, Sometimes day. you have
3: to exploit yeah. people to get it yes. as well, right?
6: Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's just an interesting. I don't know. There's something about that that like the resourcefulness of it mm. or not the resourcefulness but like the resource requirement of it yeah. which which felt like it was connected somewhat to the fact that this guy's like a greens mp so yeah. yeah i was
1: definitely sitting on the on the thing of you know toby is probably one of the more altruistic characters not probably he, he is. <laughs> is yeah he is. <laughs> he is so then having him desperately need something mm. and, oh, cool, and cool. might need to go to lengths that betray his own sense of morality to yeah. get it that was definitely something that I was like, okay, I'll, I'll sit on that. And Make if it be I, a bit selfish. And it, yeah, yeah, if I need to push you, I'll, I've got that. But I, I, I think you got pretty emotionally fucked <laughs> as yeah. it was. So I yeah,
3: kind of left
4: that alone. <laughs> he, he,
3: he instantly had like a different, a kind of a different relationship to the world mm. than the others. I think he very, very quickly went, I'm a fucking badass here and all my failures in the real world don't matter. Yes. So this is way better. Why why would I bother to go back? And so, so instead of it being like a a tug of like morality and choices, it was more like a literal Let's put these two worlds against each other mm. and weigh them.
1: In terms of uh, who, to give, the Neo who do you to give the Neo to, the Neo's core specialism is that of a classic thief, rogue, or assassin. They're gifted in avoidance and stealth and can, if they wish, specialize in ranged attacks. If a player wants to be something in that vague, roguish area, the Neo is their best bet. The connective element is the reliance on fair gold that fundamentally shapes the class, and any player who is interested in chasing treasure has a home here.
3: I there's think it was more about him being cool. Like, Yes. He's not, he was not cool. No. And the I, Neo is really cool. He
1: so needed yeah. to be something very swish, but also there's something very nice in a meta sense of Phil has run two seasons of Cyberpunk yeah, yeah. for older cyber cast and is kind yeah. of known, uh, you know, colloquially as the cyberpunk boy. Cyberpunk guy. So th- there was something nice there in that this is a game all about being meta. So we can go a bit meta in yeah, terms of what that. we've done with Rollcast, mm. um, Luna. Obviously, you yeah. didn't have the choice, so God. sorry no, <laughs> about that.
0: <laughs> no, well, I'm going to be so original and say <laughs> that I also would have liked to have played the fool <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, for the pretty much the exact same reason. I also <laughs> received an ADHD and autism diagnosis this <laughs> year, so yeah, I've been kind of thinking a lot about that. Um, but it felt uh, I play often play a lot of characters that are serious or very like yeah like we'll always try and figure out what like the right thing is to do and we'll like twist themselves up and trying to find the right, the, the best thing to do. Um, Not that that reflects on me at all as oh a person, God. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but I was
0: like, Oh, the fool will be fun to play something outside of that. And to just play something that's a little bit more impulsive and not so considerate. But I actually think I got to play that uh, anyway with the emotion night because tapping into joy, I mean, It was fun to explore the way when you have uh, a lot of joy, how that can sometimes be bad. It sounds so bad, but like... Toxic positivity is a thing, yeah. yeah, yeah right? Absolutely. And, um, I feel like I got to play that kind of more selfish, impulsive character just by being like, I have to be happy all the time, and it doesn't matter. Nothing's going to stop me from being happy, you know. Mm. So that was really fun. But I also think Kat might have worked well as a God Binder if I focused more on her, like being a people pleaser, um, yeah. being oh, like, oh, I'm cool. going to help everybody. I'll do whatever yeah. it takes. I'll yeah, I'll make deals with every anyone I can yeah. to like pl- <laughs> please people, you know. So that yeah. would have been fun too. I'll make a deal with everyone. Yeah,
3: yeah.
4: yeah. we'll yeah, take I'm, it. I'm wh-
0: gonna you're going to die in like, debt, it's fine. Yeah,
3: that's right, taking on debt. To do good deeds. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. I think It's that very would have been self-sacrificing. Fun. Yeah.
1: yeah, so that could have been fun too. Um, the game also kind of recommends for people maybe not versed in in so many different RPGs um, that the Fool and the Emotion Knight are good ones to jump into, um, mm. you know, if you've not played too many RPGs. Um, so I was kind of saving the Emotion Knight for, for one of our guests, um, but also it says uh, it's the closest to a, the classic fighter class. It's a role defined by combat. It can be one of the easiest classes to play, experience an emotion, and then use that emotion to defeat your enemies. If the least experienced player doesn't want to be a forward, it's a good class to give to them. If you guide them towards an emotion like rage or terror, then they can have a simple yet powerful experience. But it also talks about in terms of the persona, if there's a persona clearly driven by their relationship to a single emotion, giving them the emotion night means they're going to explore that relationship in depth. It's a great signal to you as a GM of what interests the player about their persona. And in terms of hearing Kat's persona being a people pleaser and someone who has had to kind of keep their own emotions in check, I was trying to think, well, what would be their power fantasy? You know, what would be her power fantasy? And is it just letting the fuck loose, you know? Yeah. Um, Letting loose and kissing girls. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It it felt like Kat had never been allowed to be truly happy, never Mm -hmm. experienced that properly and unabashedly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it. it, it, Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's super
3: super tragic. Joy is like the most tragic
1: (laughs) emotion. Because you use it up, like, you know, and then that emotion is kind of forever tainted by it being a source to your power. You know, there's something really freeing Mm. about fighting with an emotion that you want to get rid of, you know. You fight until your grief is spent or you fight until your rage is over. But if you fight until your joy is gone, mm. then you have to keep going afterwards. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's something really, really tragic about that. This game invites tragedy. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I
4: mean, it, oh, it is literally massively. a game
3: about death. Right? Yeah. it's a game about choosing whether to kind of go to an exciting afterlife or or return to reality. Ellen, yes. If, if you weren't the master, mm. who would you play? Yeah. Who would you have played? Great question, oh Sean.
1: fuck! Um,
3: that's not a class. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The, the way, way I, I play
3: it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that attitude, man. Kieran's oh, listening to us, write that down, write that down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, we've, we've just joked about it as we're it's kind of- It's a fool,
3: isn't it?
4: <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I,
1: I actually think I'd- be really scared to play the fool.
2: Can I guess?
3: Can yeah, I guess? Yeah, which yeah. One you
2: you Go got for it. emotion night.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, emotion night is very much on my list because it's, it's the most goth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was thinking dictator.
2: Oh really? Mm. Because
1: yeah. I quite often play social characters. Yes, I mean, that's we, we true. were yeah. talking about yes. this in terms of doing some character generation yeah. for for our next season. But I I have a tendency to play characters who want to solve things with their words. Uh, whether that is by manipulating people or just you know charming them or you know w- whatever the intention is, yeah, right. The the action is usually the same. Yeah. of I will use my words. What that says about me, uh, <laughs> yeah. whether that says I'm an inherently manipulative pe- person, you decide. Get in the comments. Um- <laughs> what about
3: what about does that does that change if? Someone else in this group of personas was the master, and Allegra had to be a uh, paragon. Ooh. Would Allegra be a dictator?
1: Probably. Allegra would be an emotion night.
3: Yeah, yeah. She's got a lot
1: of emotions. Yeah. Should probably work be out. a grief yeah. night. Yeah. 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 Cool. Glad we solved that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe we
5: have some questions. Yes.
1: We... Yeah. I, there was a really good one to segue to, so just bear with me for a second.
3: Bearing.
4: Stand by for bearing. So while, while you're doing that, I have
3: a quick secret Hold to tell for dog. please. I didn't get please. to explore. Tell us a secret. I, I thought it would, might be fun if Toby still carried a little bit of a candle for Allegra.
1: I did. Oh. I was sitting on that too <laughs> because, no, because yeah. that was a thing of who had crushes on whom. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was only Toby who had a crush on Allegra, and I was totally sitting on that just in case Toby needed Further nudging. Yeah, it just
3: didn't, it wasn't necessary to bring up, but I was, I had it in my back pocket. The idea being that everyone else treated him like a total joke, but she was actually like, hey, do you genuinely want to join the Mists intolerant game? And she actually treated him with respect. And then he, he never actually, he was like, I knew you were hurting, but I didn't know how to
1: yeah. help you i'm sorry there's sorry. also there's also a definitely a layer to how allegra tried to play to everyone mm. which belies the fact that she actually knows a lot about them yeah that cares yeah. about them and thinks that this would be the best thing for them yeah you know thinks she knows better and and thinks she knows the things that will tempt them to mm. come
3: yes what if to- i put you through this a traumatic and dangerous I experience just say, for I your own. Say good. She was right.
4: <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> and I think that's why Kat was so cut up at the end because I think that Kat had that realization too of like, I don't know, just how broken she was and how mm. alone she must have been.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I uh, yeah. I didn't want to play it as moustache twirling. <laughs> <laughs> even, yeah. even though at the beginning she was very coy, like yeah. I feel like she
5: was playing the game. She was playing yeah. the
1: role, but yeah. like that, you know, deep down, there is a desperate sense of, of yearning, and I mean, this whole game exists because it's a a cry for help, <laughs> really, yeah. yeah,
4: um,
1: or a cry to be noticed, a cry to be witnessed, yeah, um, a eulogy, if you will, yeah. Uh, Can you find so it? much, sorry. I sorry. did find it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's from Hurricane Hawk uh, in our Discord. Um, what was your favorite piece of role play during the series? Um, and we also did, uh, two people asked this question. So sorry, Hurricane Hawk, but uh, we've already talked about what roles we play. So I guess I'll, I'll throw it to the floor. Be- best moments.
3: For me it's the table discussion at the end. Like oh. I know the game is built around like making that interesting. Yeah, it's
1: all it holy, all funnels to that. <laughs>
3: holy crap. That yeah. was that's some of the best, like most intense role playing I've ever had. Like the the strength of the emotions during that argument, like and we just touched on exploring mm. um Allegra's grief, like finally coming out, this this whole thing being born out of her her grief and her inability to process that mm. and then all the arguments between each mm. other about how and why people wanted to say. There were raised voices. There were tears. I just can't get over how effective that that was. Yeah. Um, and for me, um, it was wonderful because I felt really emotionally invested and I could go kind of full-throated into my part, but because I had the layers between me and the action – of both the Paragon and the Persona, I didn't feel like emotionally endangered myself. Mm. So you know, I, I was just really, oh, it was palpable in the air. It was was thick with emotion. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved every second. There
1: A lot f- of tears in that. Yeah, yeah so many so, tears. <laughs>
3: what
0: are you talking
1: about? No, <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. It was like a few days after we'd finished. I I did just like. Uh, put on my headphones and cry thinking Aww. about these characters, Aww. just yeah.
4: because
1: you know they're very they're very near and dear. And yeah. uh, who yeah. who That's why cried? I the cried? <laughs> <laughs> Max, you literally uh, made an upside down you face just
4: in the like in the epilogue.
6: <laughs> truly, truly, I like a little baby. It was yeah. it was phenomenal. But I was going to say because I know you also did Luna. Oh. <laughs>
4: I'm
0: you sure I didn't the
6: bus. come
0: through in the recording <laughs> but I at was, all. But
6: I, was like, I was like, I don't remember if anyone else. I did Robert yeah. Okay, I cried. Yeah, I because yeah. I was going to say, was it just the ones who had emotions to make <laughs> yeah. no, the game no. to deal with? No, okay, well, that's I am um, during that moment, Phil, when Xavier chews out Toby, um,
2: that was not what I intended to say at all. Uh, this whole thing in my as we we're going around talking as a round table, finally deciding like whether or not uh, this whole fucking plan about how you are you've acted like the protagonist through this whole game. Uh, and Xavier was going to be like, that's the angle that he needs to go. And it came around to me. and I was like, no, nah, fuck. this, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck everything that I've planned. Like I was like writing it down. I was like, okay, so I'll attack him like this way. Cause my character is supposed to be wise and da, 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 da. And I'll, I'll and like manipulate. Like, and just it fucked off. <laughs> it fucked away straight away. I was just like, you know what? Fuck this guy. I don't care anymore. Yeah, fuck yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to win him. I'm just going to fucking yell at him for a bit because I feel that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's really fucking affecting. Yeah. And uh, really interesting.
1: This game does such interesting things to, to the players. And, you know, we, we talk more about it in the in the kind of creation and mechanics, but this game encourages Bleed. But it does it in such a, you know, safe way. Yeah. yeah it yeah. really just allows for some stellar role-playing experiences. Yeah. Some really
2: nice catharsis.
3: Yeah, yeah. I yeah it <laughs> was cathartic. Like,
5: there was a moment where... Obviously, it was it was the moment when we came out of die. It was that moment when they actually came out of their paragons and it's just them sitting around the yep. table. And you've just described it as like, Allegra's there. <laughs> Le-
4: Allegra's literally just on the table. lost Max again. Max, it was, <laughs> and, I just, and
5: I just remember it became, first of all, a conversation of, you know, who stays there first? <laughs>
4: Yeah. like it, it, yeah. it, it was literally a point
5: where I think it was like finally the collective breath was let out and the reality of everything is like we are still live people in a yeah. real world and all that's just happened but not happened. Yeah. yeah. And I just yeah. remember like how that kind of settled, how everything settled was just like it was just the culmination of every single like emotion and experience. And then it just, yeah, it was palpable.
0: It re- yeah. I'm really glad we kind of took that moment at the end for the three of us like – um. Xavier, uh, Vince, and Pat. Sorry, I'm like,
4: Chris. At least
0: it's not
1: Toby. Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: I like how we took that moment to actually think about the real world practicality of what do we do now? Because yes. it kind of actually did feel very grounding and yeah. did help me kind of. Yeah, I don't know, come out of that, like, very reactive emotional state. It was good to just be like, well, this fucking dead body, what do we do now? Yeah. Um, rather than, you know, because it very easily could have just faded to black right there, you know, before any of that. So I'm glad we kind of, I don't know, I liked that to we To kind of
6: keep it grounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, agree, I agree. I mean,
1: for me, it, so many moments, like, it was just a, a joy, And then there were moments where I just probably didn't talk for like 40 minutes because I was just watching you all ping pong back and forth and, you know, all the different dynamics change. But, like, from episode one, which is everyone coming in as their persona and the party don't stop until we get to, you know, the Mists of Dolarin. the The like, magical
3: transformation. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: and that's when we kind of talk a bit more out of as us, you know, me as as Ellen as opposed to as Allegra. But that whole role play was essentially like an hour and a half, full commitment, full Full character. And the the conversations were so natural and dynamic and you could tell so much about these characters, you know, and and the fact they hadn't seen each other since teenagers and you could Mm. tell the new dynamics that were beginning to form. And it was just magical. Like, I really I really can't stress enough how how cool of a game this is and that it allows such immersive experiences yeah. like that. Do you know
6: what's really... I guess I would recommend anyone who wants to do this, they should do it because after <laughs> after playing the whole thing and then going back and listening to that first episode again, it was kind of almost more enjoyable with the context of everything. Yeah. And so if anyone's inclined to go and listen to that again, knowing the whole, what happens in the whole campaign, like, do it. But... I don't know. There's something about, like, knowing where people are going to go. Yeah. As they're meeting up again. Yeah. It just, it really... And you can kind of see, yeah, like, the start of the dynamics that form more deeply as we play. I got to say, as an
5: editor doing that first episode, I have never been more proud of the fact (laughs) that I found (laughs) copyright-free Swedish heavy metal music. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like... (laughs) Copyright zero, Swedish heavy metal That goes for like 20 minutes I was like, this is
4: perfect That is amazing (laughs) I don't have to
5: commission someone
0: Selling a little Or a lot
5: Oh, as I was saying, that um, that that scene just coming out of the uh, yeah, coming yeah, out, yeah, 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 yeah what yeah, we talked yeah, about, yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, I, I want an honourable mention for the uh, heart, the ripping the heart out that just shocked me. I did yeah. not know it was coming. Yeah, um, yeah. that was pretty yeah. hectic. You, you just go, mm-hmm. I punched my heart into my hand into her, her chest yeah, and rip yeah. her heart out. was just like.
0: and also like this whole whole backstory that cat wouldn't have known about but like it's just got to be a princess's heart and i think like the god of light was like well and you're like no not that one and like you know i had no idea the my persona but um yeah i loved being like well i guess it's better than mine yeah
5: Yeah, (laughs) true true i think i think the honorable mention for me is the reveal of cat Seeing what's Eric what was
3: his name? Oh my oh, god,
4: that's
5: Brad. Like when, when it was like it is Brad, yep. and that's just the fucking hell. <laughs> okay, and then the conversation that followed, which ended up with just Chris being like,
3: "Yes, here is your new wife." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. For me, it was the it was the flashback. Where oh. Ellen played Brad, that was pretty sad, wasn't had, it? <laughs> they had the passive aggressive argument. Oh, about yeah. wow. yes. getting married that was such good role play. Oh, oh the, my the, god, uh,
1: they definitely Love felt you. electric at the table. Love oh yeah, we well, still know. going to see that film. Oh my yeah. god,
3: everything was oh. clenched. I was just like, oh, <laughs> I
4: <"I'm> clenched. <laughs> oh,
1: I mean, yeah, it's cheating to say this this whole series, but but really, the 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 joy of having the personas playing paragons having the flashbacks Mm. encouraging such strong character generation and for people to really commit to it like this is a game where it's like hey don't fuck about you're not better than a (laughs) role-playing you know because sometimes we do it where we don't fully commit or you know we play around or it's tongue-in-cheek this game is like commit because yeah. you'll be all the better for it yeah. and you'll have such a better time.
3: There's and room in the middle to flow a little bit and step out. But like the crunch at the beginning and the end is like, nah, go go big or go home. It's what right? makes yeah. it worth it. It's yeah. what
2: makes role-playing games sometimes in those moments really valuable yeah. as as things to do. Yeah. My favorite moment was um oh uh, right at the end when we were trying to eke out every die, trying to get every single die, mm. every single fucking advantage. Yeah. yeah. That was delightful.
3: I think the voice roll the <laughs> voice came down to like single yeah. digit.
2: I fucking roll, Oh, I yeah. I, I yeah. was so in that. And
1: Allegra's fate was 50/50.
2: Yeah. 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 I yep. was so there. Do you find yeah.
1: the d20 or do you not? Did
5: oh.
3: you did you have a
5: favorite moment?
0: Uh, Um, Well, that moment that we just talked about with the flashback (laughs) was probably one of my proudest moments of role-playing because I've talked about this with these uh, folks around the table, but I... I uh, have never played such an immersive game where I've been so in a character for so long and I was definitely very nervous coming to the table with a bunch of actors who are very uh, adept at this um but I felt so safe and that that felt like I was really in that moment and I, I remember after the last episode I went home and just like lay
4: looking at the <laughs> ceiling for like an hour to just to kind
0: of but I'm very extremely non-confrontational person so for me to be able to yell at people that you know I really don't know all of you that well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. um That's, it's, it's
4: actually better now. <laughs>
0: (laughs) But yeah, I think that's a real testament to the vibe that you have all created here because yeah... That was really- I, When I got home, I was like, wow, I really yelled at Phil. Like, I
5: really fucking <laughs> like laid like
6: into him.
0: <laughs> I
5: like the idea that we all just went into our rooms and just laid yeah, on the yeah. floor. Yeah, yeah pretty right. much. Yeah. Sean's
4: yeah.
2: been working
1: uh, we, on a it, playlist. We had, <laughs> we had
2: different experiences at the end. I was fist pumping and driving. The whole I, music, <laughs> yeah, I was so, I was so happy. Yeah. Uh, can I say, the thing that makes me really happy, um, Luna, is you coming into this group, is that uh, the moment where you played an x card? Mm. That's exactly um, what I was just yeah, about to bring I was really glad that you felt comfortable Doing that,
5: and totally. I think, and I think, what's really important to bring up about this is because I know that I remember you did a social media post about it, like pretty much on the day that we did it, yeah. And it's coming up because like a week ago, and I'm not going to name them because fuck them. Um, <laughs> there was another podcasting group that really went ham, like like went off about people doing a episode zeros and B using X cards and yeah. all this sort, of, and like like. Or
2: well, saying that it was bad. Yeah. Oh, they. This is a piece of trash podcast. Yeah. <laughs> sounds shared, like
3: it. Sean shared <laughs> to
2: me, and I listened to, it and I got sad yeah, listening I was like, to. I it. was like,
5: see how much of this you can listen to before you rage quit it. Anyway, <laughs> eight my minutes point, in. My point being is like, and then I thought about that thing about, it, but it was such like an amazing experience when we had it happen. And I was just wondering like how that was for you, and like feeling okay enough to do that, and then like your experience with it afterwards.
0: Yeah, I mean, It honestly, felt like a non-event. It just yeah. felt like we yeah. moved over it so quickly. It was the first time I've played one, and I actually didn't even. And think about it and i i think i just like it was just very visceral i was mm. like oh no i don't like that and it was so easy yeah. to just like pick up the card and then we just moved on and it wasn't a thing mm. no one made a big I, deal about it like it
3: was great and i felt that was great uh, partially because we really clearly discussed that beforehand and when you said oh no no not that for me it was like a, of course yeah. We discussed that. We, yeah. of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so the, all the hard work was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because I, I think, yeah, I, I, can't stress how how good episode zeros are because they just they allow you to to set things in motion. You know, to yes and off off each other to to veto things to collectively build a game that you're all gonna enjoy. And why you wouldn't want to do that. Uh, boggles it weird, yeah. the brain to me. Doesn't it just? Yeah. Because
0: yeah. <laughs> I think there's this idea that safety tools inhibit or like restrict gameplay when it's really the total opposite. It yeah, allows yeah. you That's, to have so much more freedom. Oh, my
6: God, so much explore. more freedom. Yeah. 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 And we, agree we went
1: dark in this
0: game. Oh,
6: yeah. you yes. Know? Yes. <laughs> we did. But I think, and, and I guess what Luna's saying is, I don't think that I would have felt as safe as quickly to go to those places if we didn't have safety tools in place. Mm. Mm. I think that that's what the freedom that it allows you, right? Absolutely. Any
2: creative person knows that tools and putting restraints on things – aids you in creativity Mm -hmm. it's this kind of it's such a poor thinking um just because i'm thinking of this podcast um it's fuck those (laughs) guys but um but and it speaks to this old kind of D &D mindset which i'm part of like i'm of that era right like i've heard those people speak in, in public before you know like those types of people speak in public before but it's like if you've got those restrictions in play you can play more safely and more creatively like it's so anyway yeah. Um,
5: well, so I basically, would, what, use safety tools and stuff in your games. Yeah, people. they're fun yeah. and good. And episode zero, they're cool.
3: I, I, speaking, of, you know, things being counterintuitive, wanted to say to you, uh, Luna, about what you said earlier. Thank you for yelling at me.
4: <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a really
3: that's like a that's actually a very generous thing to do mm. as an actor. Yeah, right. You are giving me your full throated emotion, mm. and that gives me even more to play with. So I, I feel very like honoured and and Aww. and seen to be yelled at by your character because <laughs> yeah. it means you you feel, care yeah. you care and you yeah. feel you feel safe enough with me as an actor as a performer to to give me the whole bore yeah. Uh, so yeah thank you for doing that it's great
6: I, I love mean, being I'm, yelled at
0: I'm still angry about it Toby has a fucking kid we could go, <laughs> go we
6: could go around Rat- too choo, baby. motherfucker yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll get yeah. my actual air, list out and say yeah. what I want yeah. to say let's all, yeah. let's
1: all air our grievances yeah. uh, <laughs> let's all have us. another
6: go at Toby yeah. oh my god <laughs> uh, to kind of um, uh, dovetail into that and a little bit go back because I didn't get to say a uh, thing a, that I like favourite moment. Oh, That's all right. We, yeah, the conversation went somewhere else. For, uh, <laughs> no, it's good. Uh,
1: <laughs> away from Max. But I'm selfish
6: and I want to say mine. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but- Yes, um, dictator. <laughs> correct. Um, <laughs> correct. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I think there's a couple of moments I really, really like. I mean, all of the ones that everyone said, of course. Um, but a couple of moments that, uh, again, very selfishly, that I liked because they were about me- <laughs> Um, Absolutely. Was, yeah, that's uh, why we do it. Was there was a, there was well, I think one of my still I think about it quite often. Both these moments, um, which is the early because earlier in the story. I had told Xavier to relax, man. It's just a game. Oh yeah. And then when I mm-hmm. when he resurrected me, him throwing that line back at me was phenomenal. I um, wrote the line down because was- I knew it was coming
4: back. <laughs> it was so good because
6: because bo- both of those moments I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed getting to do that. Yes. When it happens, I thought that was like really key. For yeah. I where Vince's head that. was out at, at yeah, the time. That was great. Um, and then to have it thrown back at me was such a like sobering moment. Yeah. <laughs> In a really fantastic way. And also, I, we talk about the end of the climax of the story a lot, but the moment when both Toby and Logan started trying to kill Vince, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like, you're
3: dangerous. Yes, yeah and,
6: but, and then immediately having, like everything that Xavier and Kat could do to protect me, they did to protect me. Yeah. Like it very much, Very, no one said anything, but it very much came a, a race to see who can either stop me from speaking <laughs> yeah. or yeah. allow me to speak yeah. first. Yeah. And that was like such a weird place to be in, uh, like emotionally and role play wise. Yeah. And I felt like from both of you, I felt an immense amount of danger um i'm sorry for i said both of you i'm on this is a <laughs> <Audio> medium. <laughs> sean and phil I felt you felt like, like a, threat a yeah. lot of yeah. threat yeah. from yeah. both of you and then from chris and luna i felt like an immense amount of support yeah and it was, we're the good guys it <laughs> yeah. was such a but it was such well. a bizarre i'm <laughs> not so
4: sure about that yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and it's, yeah and obviously not that um simple but like yeah, what, a, like, what an amazing kind of yeah. gift to be have that moment thrown at you, you know? It yeah.
1: really ramps up as well from that table talk because we're all talking about why we should stay or why we would go, but the implication of what the end must be, it's the mm. unspoken thing, right? It's, it's the we all know what we're not saying of if we don't agree – it's gonna end it one end, way, yeah. 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 Yeah.
6: yeah, yeah, yes, you know, and I thought that that lead up into it, obviously, which has already been said, and then that m- initial moment of us kicking into combat and how that played out was was. Mm. It's kind in of tragic year.
3: that we we argued so much and no one changed their position. No.
6: And we yeah. tried. we knew. Yeah.
3: yeah. Like, it, it's really, and it feels like, well, that's boring. It's not. it's it, yeah. But, you know, it, it, was, yeah. it was finally getting
5: everything out on the table. Yeah, yeah. Like that's we, right.
6: I, we we didn't want to dance yeah. around it anymore. But what's, I guess, what's fun and what's interesting, and I've already alluded to it earlier in, like, us chatting today, but um, I don't think, especially re-listening to the, to the um, podcast, like to this campaign, I really don't think everyone's final landing place of what they wanted was where they came in with. like what yeah, they, came what in they with. expected when they first started. I think yeah. actually a lot of the shifting happens throughout of where people, like what people wanted to do, stay or leave. Yeah. yeah. And then once we got there, too much had happened to convince us of that point yes. for Yeah, for us to mm. be once changed. Once you got there, you were immovable. Yeah. So that conversation, I don't know if it would have ever really actually swayed no. someone, which I think that's... Phenomenal, actually.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: That makes me so happy because I my whole thing was trying to shift, shift you people. all mm. wherever you started from. Um, so it's it's it just it it's very delicious that it ended up being a literal split of the party. Yeah. I will say I did in the last moment decide that Allegra's priority in terms of that fight, once it kind of slipped way out of control, then her priority was actually oh, I'm not going to take Logan and Toby with me.
4: Right. Yeah.
1: uh, Which made me feel a little bit bad because even though this whole sense of PVP is trying to take away agency from the characters, I was like, well, Allegra did kind of take that that away from you both in that moment because it was either that or kind of – Probably you'd die. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I guess I'm apologizing to you out of character <laughs> uh, for that because I was like, ooh, was that a was that a boundary crossing thing of, yeah, of having those that's those fine. you know, the the, the agency taken yeah. from those characters? Plus the agency taken away from you as players. But yeah. also
5: you're the master. Like that's almost your prerogative as well. I'm like,
3: yeah. oh yeah, that makes sense that in that moment. And yeah. like like, no, I am just gonna do this.
4: Yeah. Like and you'd all-
3: been you'd been so in the background the whole time and I've been trying to tempt you out. Mm. Like yeah, a lot. It yeah. felt felt right that you finally were like, okay, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a hand in this. Yeah. yeah. So it, it felt like you'd earned that. Like it, it didn't feel arbitrary. Um, I actually in the we're talking about the conversation. I had hoped to perhaps try and have little scenes where I might, where Toby might try and see who, who was where. Like Tem- the, the, and the or- secret conversations that happen in Survivor. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that sort of Let's thing. Let's make an alliance. There, there, was be, there was never really the opportunity for it. I had a private moment with D-dubs, yeah. but, mm. but we were already on the same yeah, side. We just asserted yeah. that we were together. And yeah. there was actually an earlier point with uh, Kat and Toby. Where they they said to each other, hey, let's never go home. Yeah. And I was sure, I was so Mm. sure I I had Kat. I was so sure I had her on my side. But then she worked through her emotional issues, baby. (laughs) Then she (laughs) met Brian. She She
4: (laughs) met Brian again. (laughs) Yeah. Ah. I will
1: say uh, to Logan, I'm never going home. Oh, well, chills! Yeah, yeah, I got chills.
5: Uh, oh, that's uh. oh, right. I remember other favourite moment: yeah. writing a song during an episode. Yay! <laughs> was that was very so
1: good.
4: good.
1: It was very good. It's and that's that's why I chose you to be the fool. Uh, the <laughs> fool <maybe. laughs> even if it if it wasn't your first priority, it would definitely be but one of it, mine. Even if it
3: wasn't your best work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no never say that. Do we have
3: any more questions? Uh,
1: so we've we've kind of also uh, answered uh, Ontarak, who asked. Um, for, a memorable role playing moment. Yep. They have also asked. Uh, we might need to kind of do it in a succinct way. But um, what is everyone's favorite system or setting and why?
5: Just in general. Oh, just in general. Wow. Okay. I guess so. It doesn't. I mean, yeah. I can just be simple and straight to the point. My yep. favorite systems: Call of Cthulhu, the D one hundred system. Great. I adore that system, and yeah. I'm playing it regularly now.
1: Well, this is yeah interesting for for both Luna and Max because now how many. How many RPGs have you played? I have not I played that many. So.
6: I, I played. I played this or he I played yeah. three. Yeah, kids on bikes as well. I played kids on bikes. Oh, mm. I
1: would also just like to say, roll, uh, "Wake up, babe!" New Roll to Cast Lord just dropped, but uh, Max was in the um, test group for Kids on Bikes. Yeah, so um, Max. I think it was my character Zola and uh, uh, Stan, who you might know from our live show. Uh, they played as a, te- a test group because I'd never GM'd before, and I was really nervous and. So I wanted to get a group of people who I knew were really good at RPGs, um, but also that I feel really safe pinging ideas off. Mm. And Max's character ended up translated uh, briefly as a cameo in Mystery Down Under as Jason. Hated that
4: who, guy. Sean's yeah, character yeah, yeah, just yeah. hated yeah. for some reason. it was for <laughs> yeah.
1: some reason? He was a
6: dick. <laughs> <laughs> you played him faithfully then. Yeah, right? yeah. Yes, he's very
1: fa- Him still smoking on the surfboard Jason, was, yeah, uh, yeah. The he was such a <laughs> crowning achievement of mine. He was such a douchebag, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so yeah. do you have faith? favorite System slash settings. Well, so my,
0: I, my favorite setting is Alexandria um, yep. from Critical Role. Uh, of course, I love it there, and I would want to live there. Um, so
1: <laughs> David, <laughs> I should. I came very close to to when I was thinking about going really meta with this game and making uh, the group podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about creating a BBEG. That was just Matt Mercer. Oh my but god! Anyway,
4: next time, next time, uh, yeah, next time. Sort of
6: yeah. <laughs> edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll use it,
1: Sean. <laughs> it,
6: yeah it stays in
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alexandria. max do you have a favorite uh, uh system slash setting
6: um I guess like system i just because I've done it the most probably D d however yep. i I, fiery, I thoroughly right? enjoyed die mm. I, I've never played with this kind of dice pool kind of system before with ever like really low scores everything is really simplified in that sense yep um and i and i actually i didn't know how i was going to feel about it but i really did i really did enjoy it yeah
3: Ooh. uh so my favorite uh <laughs> setting is cyberpunk <gasps> wow uh, i know it's crazy right what, uh, what I, the fuck man i'm i'm man. rather deeply <laughs> invested in the core cyberpunk world like the the you know n- not just the g- general genre of cyberpunk mm. but the whole 2020 through yeah. to 2077 continuous you world. You got your own little it. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, I, I love how it all like it all is all continuous, all links through. There are like threads that run all the way through it. I, I feel like I kind of know that world and I've lived in it. But that said, I don't think Interlock, which is the D10 system it runs on, it's probably not my favourite system-wise. Um, I think my favourite system is uh, probably the Dark Heresy system. I just really like how it works. It's super simple. It's uh, another D100-based system. Uh, cool. It's just very, very easy. Yeah. It roll is D- the Call of Cthulhu system. It's the yeah. same this as is Call of Cthulhu system. Uh, it's basically roll D100 and uh, go bonuses are plus or minus 10s. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. it. It's
4: yeah. really it's easy.
2: great.
3: Yeah.
4: Chris?
2: I have too many. Um, I really like Powered by the Apocalypse. I really like uh, the uh, D10 system of World of Darkness, both editions, both s- systems of that. Um, I really like the Morkbook system. I really like Die. I really like the D100 system of Dark could Heresy. You, could, I think mean he likes role-playing games,
3: could you knock guys? it down to one? No. Oh, no. He likes role-playing um, games, maybe. Maybe... <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, if, if I had to, like, Down I think your head. Desert Island, take one RPG with you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Eldritch Blast, The yeah. one that makes it most flexible, which is Fiasco. Oh, ah. uh, yeah, you do love Fiasco. Which, which, which is effectively roll a bunch of dice and then it's a binary black or white. Yeah, yes yeah, thing. Yeah. Um I think that gives you the most freedom in storytelling because it isn't really a role-playing game. It's a
4: storytelling Telling game. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um so there you go. I just actually want to be a writer and uh, don't what, have what the, about settings? the patience. Um favorite the, setting. The best setting in the world is um Planescape Torment. Uh Planescape. The Planescape setting. Um classical DD, give me my nine alignments. Give me my fucking hells and my nine hells. And a, give,
3: and a, and a, and a, a nexus between everything. Yeah. Give me a
2: nexus. Uh, give me a. Other than that, maybe like the Warhammer 40k or like the Vampire, the Requiem, and Vampire the Masquerade and Mage of the Awakening. <laughs> yeah. So, World of Darkness. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, and also. <laughs> <laughs> Mock book, and also. I, not, uh, the Gardener is Jordan's
3: World. Can, can you just, like, just
4: fade yeah, it yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like play role playing games, Ellis. <laughs> you really
1: welcome. Um, look, I mean, people know I really love the, the kids on oeuvre, um, just because I. What?
3: Kids I mean, on kids on oeuvre. What, what a great word.
4: <laughs> well, and well
3: used. Thank That's you. A, that like a disgust. Thank that was like a.
4: I don't tell you to fuck hit, around. That hits,
3: <laughs> that hits well.
1: Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, so we've done uh, – we haven't done Kids on Brooms yet, but right. we've done Teens in Space mm. and and obviously Kids on Bikes and that being my, my first game, um, I really took to it because it's a really intuitive system. I think I like games that uh, I- engender role-playing, you know, much more th- and, and having a simplified system in which to do so. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I love Kids on Bikes, but, uh, you know, not to – Too about this game so much, but I knew I was gonna love it from the moment it was announced because it is exactly the thing I love to do. I love to tell really story rich, story rich stories. (laughs) (laughs) Remember how I was good at words, like a second driven, (laughs) yeah, like really narrative uh, heavy stories that that use a lot of symbols and have a kind of Mm. dream like uh, logic to Mm. them. Really focus on on the emotional hooks of each character. And have a system, but that really can go anywhere, which this can it's such a it's such a jumping off point so yeah that's that's me
2: any other questions
1: This is from Giorgio. Die makes you play a character, and that character is also playing a character during the game. How did each of you approach this exercise, and was it difficult to stay in character at any point? I'll I'll just say for me, uh, well, I guess I had a, an extra hat of being game master, you know. So yeah. there's there's a lot of times where you're not really in the game itself. So that that was pretty easy. I got to to completely step outside. But I again, I I can't emphasize how much of a a boon this game is to getting you into role playing mm. because there's. There's enough safety there that you can really go ham and and know that it's the, it's the persona, not the player, you know, really going for it. And the fact that then they have their own character, I think mm, mm, you don't really have to try that hard to stay in character.
3: Yeah, for me, it's not as hard as it looks on paper. It's very daunting playing, oh, I've got two characters to play, but it's not. It's no. one character with another layer to them. They're, they're doing something else, which is playing a game. Yeah. And so it doesn't sort of feel confusing or, or alienating to have that going on. And also just uh, to, to fuck the other podcast, which I don't know what it is, but fuck <laughs> them. Preparation is everything. You have a good prep, good, good zero, uh, get a good idea of your persona and then do that improv. You're in. You're oh. in. And you have a solid grip on everything. And you should be flying. You should be off to the races, and that's how it felt for me.
5: I'm going to link you to that podcast, man. Please
3: listen to it. It doesn't need more <laughs> views. <laughs> Actually, uh, to... uh, <laughs>
2: there'll be
6: a link in the
3: Discord.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was going to say, I think um, because the personas are quite based on real people, and they're quite grounded. I mean, mine is Xavier pretty based on me, pretty pretty clearly. Um, He's a very
1: interesting.
2: <laughs> no one else did that, so that's weird of yeah. me. Yeah, uh,
4: yeah no, none of else my is.
2: none
3: of my anxieties went into the yeah. character.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Xavier is pretty pretty similar to who I am. Um, <laughs> if I'd gone a different different, if I'd grown the up, Chris from, a that could have been. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, uh, I was going to say a lot about this. Uh, we don't have time, um, but uh, do we have time? Uh, go for it. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, Xavier so Xavier is um, my growing up poor. Um, When I grew up, I I grew up poor and I know I grew up poor. Um, I was watching uh, Harriet the Spy, uh, the film. And a character is described as poor. And I was sitting at home watching that movie and I looked around and went, oh my God, they're describing me and my family uh, as we watch this. And I was like, fuck, we are a poor family. We do not mm-hmm. have money. Um, and so I'm very conscious of that. Uh, so having a Godbinder who deals in debt, I was like, ah, that's why uh-huh. I, as a DD player, track money all the time and get really fixated mm-hmm. on people who just like, ah, it doesn't matter about tracking money or arrows or details like that. And I'm like, no, you should because. I grew up with that anxiety. Yeah. Um, Poor brain. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a thing. Um, so it comes across in my. But uh, Xavier is the uh, and my father shares this. Uh, love language to friends and and others is uh, acts of service. And when people don't acknowledge acts of service, that fucking kills you. Yeah. Uh, because you'll do something and you'll be like, hey, I'm doing this because I love you, and people are like, oh yeah, that's just who you are. And yeah. so yeah. it's it's that that's why Xavier is uh, so it's so easy to be. That character because it's it's a lot of my anxieties like many of our characters are yeah. they're they're a lot of our anxieties mm. I think in some ways yeah is I
4: mean,
6: that a fair thing to say yeah. <laughs> no, uh,
4: <laughs> yeah. What are you just, talking just about just little... <laughs> uh, yeah.
6: Everyone just yeah. took
1: a real deep breath um, yeah. I mean
6: yes of course I think I think all of our personas were kind of like bizarro versions of ourselves more or less I think that's pretty safe to say and so I, in that respect very very easy to kind of draw on slightly altered version of you and how you would react and respond to this insane scenario of being sucked into a game um, and having all of these fucking magical powers out of nowhere and yeah so i think in that respect like i think like you were saying before phil once you kind of once we did the all of the prep the session zero stuff and then once we did that kind of role play and land in the world of die it really takes care of itself yeah like it really it was it was actually almost almost easier and I don't know if this is true, but...
4: <laughs> well, it, say it anyway. <laughs> no, it feel,
6: it actually, genuinely, it felt almost easier to play the persona who's playing a paragon kind of duality than sometimes I find it is to play, like, a single character who's, like, a barbarian person mm. who's, like, a you know, whatever. Well, it's like more grounded. Well, because, mm. yeah, you kind of just, like, you're, you're not playing two people, you're playing one person, and this one person now has these things that they can do, and they've got this kind of fake name that they've given themselves and then and it's still just one person really yeah you just it, it enriches the role play to the point where you kind of have so much to work with you're you're never starved for anything you never have to generate mm. anything and it's yeah it's like it's it's weirdly but yeah. you
1: can if you need to yeah. Yeah. with well, a
6: flashback it's yeah, not playing. it's not like like you were saying Phil it's like it's daunting on paper and i was daunted by it from the concept of it but actually i think actually it's it, it's kind of simpler in yeah. a way, it's actually easier for me. Anyway, well, you're not playing two different people; you're playing
5: one person playing another. Yeah, person. exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: And one of my favorite favorite moments, or like series of moments, was was seeing the uh, flux between those two kinds of characters. And like, you know, Xavier really never never really becoming the paragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Cat was Avendra a lot of the time when she was feeling great, and then anytime there was some serious moments, that's when she was more like just herself. Cat. Like, it was really fun to see that kind of play out. I really loved. Early on, Sean, how you made the choice to just drop your accent and be like, "Oh, now I'm being uh, Logan," you know, and yeah. then that that actually really helped me because I was like, "Oh, yeah, we can we can do that." Yeah, like, it's we can... Logan
5: around you guys, but yes. DW around anyone mm, that they interact yeah, with. Yeah. Yes, mm. and I
0: really loved that. So yeah, it was really it was really fun seeing that play out.
5: Yeah, I think it's it's interesting because like I mean, Logan's not Sean at all. Um, he absolutely is. <laughs> <laughs> what? I
4: mean, Dude, you know, I've yeah. never done
5: anything in my life. That's not short at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that it, it, it's weirdly cathartic in that sense. Like mm-hmm. being able to like explore versions of yourself and like insecurities or heightened versions of yourself as well. Like I remember doing a theater show um, back in uh, acting school, our graduating piece, where I was like, "Oh, this is me switched up to eleven on a bad day. This is the worst version mm-hmm. of me." And I remember my partner at the time saw it and was very distressed because they recognised it was just me in a very bad state. I was like, "Sorry about that." But oh, also, I remember that show. Yeah, <laughs> Middletown. Yeah,
1: Middletown. Yeah, Middletown. That yeah. Was yeah, a fantastic performance. I remember, I'll just say I remember gunning
5: well. for that role from the start of the year, going, "I, I need to play this. This mm-hmm. is Sean down bad." This <laughs> So, yeah, but, like, playing that in a role-playing setting is, like, very freeing. And I know we have, like, the added, like, experience of we've done this nine times before together with a group. Um, and obviously, we have new players as well, which, like, changes up the dynamic, but it just makes it so much more enriched. And, yeah, I remember us being really daunted by the idea of it mm. at first going we're going to have to like really knuckle down to be able to do this. And yet it just fit like a glove in the fact that we just fucking
2: role played and talked to each other for the first hour. But isn't it interesting that this for five out of six are trained actors. All of us have experience with role playing games and we have the option of playing um, characters who are not us. And in every single instance, we've taken a quite a genuine part of ourselves and put it as that character. There is no need to do that. But this mm. game no. sort of invites yeah. it yeah. and it does yeah. it so safely yeah. that it's like, ah, oh, it's so beautiful for, for catharsis. Like it's yeah. such a great vehicle for yeah. it. It's no accident that the six of us made those choices. Yeah. Yeah. And
3: it's, as heightened as everything was at the end, uh, I, I don't feel hurt by it. No. Like, yeah. I was yeah. Super yeah. safe. I was affected by it, but I wasn't yeah. hurt by it. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. watching a great movie where you're like, Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you, uh, didn't, uh, you didn't come out of it at like the end.
5: It like, went, Luna, why did you yell at me?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, <laughs> right, that's yeah, right. Yeah, you oh My worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> grieve for the, the, the tragedy, yeah. but it's a tragedy that we all told together because we wanted to, yes, you know. Exactly. Yes. This, yeah. this idiosyncratic group of players made an equally idiosyncratic group of personas we all put a piece of ourselves in and it, I, this this group of die is not going to be the same as your group of die if you're playing you know elsewhere or another
4: yeah, I mean, group of die oh shit
2: now your job is to go listen back to the podcast and every time phil fucks up <laughs> like forgetting that he has to do a 50 50 on every mechanical on thing co- oh, yes. no. <laughs>
3: Every time I boost, oops, oops, yeah. Oops. yeah.
1: yeah. Ah, uh, well, there, there's two more questions. Oh, but my God. They're mainly for me, so I'll, I'll rattle four. Uh, can you do is that? Also from, yeah, yeah. This is, <laughs> Ow. I can. Uh, also from Giorgio, question for Ellen, more players at the table, new game, new rules. From Kids on Bikes, how did that new GMing experience go mm. for you? Did you learn anything exciting about it, GMing in general or about you as a GM? Um, I think I'll never feel Good as a GM. <laughs> I think You're I'll, welcome. I think I'll always be stressed. <laughs> I guess a thing I learned about myself as a GM or that I continue to learn is just that I really just like to see. I like to introduce really emotionally fraught things to, to characters, shake it up, see where it goes, <laughs> which doesn't help the stress level because I never really have a planned ending per se, uh, apart from this game has a pretty clear one for Mm, you. mm. Everyone has to vote. But uh, same from Mystery Down Under. I didn't have a planned ending. It was more seeing how you'd uncover uncover the mystery. So, I mean, it'd be interesting to see how I go with stuff that's not just a a mystery-based kind of thing. But yeah, I like really emotional stories. What can I say? I'm a big uh, tragic, that's me. I'm, I'm an emo, so... Also, <laughs> av-
5: also, the Avatar postseason was a two-parter, by the way. So even if I split this in two, that's totally fine.
0: We <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. could talk about this for literally. Yeah, I was like,
6: like we're like not about hours. to stop, right? That's the vibe I'm getting, and I don't like it.
4: <laughs> yeah. um, Let's vote to the, stay the, in I this
1: mean, postseason. <laughs> <more>. <laughs> I mean, the next. Se- I'll the, kill you. The, ne- <laughs> <laughs> the next question is also quite cut and dry, and I can pretty much feel that, all we can. Let's <laughs> well,
5: see how we go. We Let's might go talk about it. it. Throw it out.
1: So this is also from Alex in the Die Discord. Um, I think uh, a question, what was the reason for not broadcasting persona generation? So yeah, a part and parcel of the game is that, yeah, you sit down, you generate your personas from how they were as teenagers, then you talk about how they are now as adults, then you get right into role-playing them, reconnecting as adults, creating their paragons, getting into the world of die. That all happens in gameplay and there's a, a set break in between uh, sitting down to role play at the table um, after you've done your persona generation. The reason that we didn't want to broadcast that for the podcast is I just wanted some time, uh, extra time as a GM to prep because, you know, we do things a bit bigger here at Roll to Cast. You know, we have six people in a room where we all need to block out Ten to six for recording days. You know, we go go full hog. It's it's just a, a more heightened uh production of of playing around a table.
5: We did record it as well, by the way. Like for even just for like posterity, I remember we did actually record yes, it. Yes, yeah. So yeah, we did. So, we? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had um, we had both of you on um um Luna and Max on on Zoom yeah. or Discord or whatever, but yeah. we recorded just so that if we needed to reflect back on it, yeah. we could.
1: Yeah, so I, know, I knew I wanted time in between doing that and recording the season. But also we had um, certain things like um, getting uh, Max down, you know, so yeah. it, it, you would have had to come down earlier, yeah. do Persona Generation and then have some time for me to just get my head into the system and get everyone to kind of, you know, go deep with their characters and then we uh, would have had to get you back
4: <laughs> to yeah. the recording. R- so, R- 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 Z- R- you know,
3: also R0 R- is also not quite like a true zero. Yes. Almost. Like a zero for a casual table is kind of what we did, which mm. was sit down and, and and do all our persona generation, decide all the relationships and stuff. Have some like expectations that. set. Yeah. Set expectations. That's where we got all our lines and veils and X's and stuff. But our zero is also like it's an intro to new people at the table, yep. where they're from, how they fit in, how we know them, what they've got going on. It's affectionately it's look, called an episode. Yeah. yeah, it's a look at the game itself, why we've picked it, why we're excited. A summarized intro of all yes. that work yeah. that
1: we've we, done. We make it much more concise yes. because we're we're essentially after we finish that we go straight into episode one. Yeah, so we're not doing all of that on the fly. And another reason I wanted to do that is because I wanted to make sure that we were all feeling really comfortable and casual and just talking frankly about things like lines and veils and what tone we yeah. wanted to set for the and game not I didn't yeah, yeah I didn't want to have that external pressure of
3: performance and we have to perform yeah. this you know yeah. I just
1: wanted to be really cozy so we could set ourselves up for success so that's that's the real reason that and we it- didn't. You Know it was
3: more like pre
5: production, yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny yeah. because both your seasons have necessitated that because kids on bikes <laughs> yeah. also because a lot of the pre prep is done just rolling and answering things at the table, so you wanted time to actually go away and implement all of that. And yeah. both your seasons have had that, I've realized. And we yeah, might so chat about a, it, that's
1: a thing we've learned about me as a gym, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, might, we might
2: chat about it and uh talk to maybe releasing it on Patreon. So, uh, head over yeah. to yeah. our website our discord and our patreon and and we might we might release it see how we go if yeah. there's a cry for it like if people really want it we will review the the footage and make sure we audio don't say anything and, awful well <laughs> i mean i mean definitely in terms of like you know do we want people to know what our lines of veils are da, 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 you know, yeah. all that yeah, good yeah. stuff you know there's there's a lot of
6: nitty-gritty there maybe,
2: maybe that'd be a useful thing for people to hear maybe people don't want to hear that
6: so yeah, uh, i did cut
3: I, the five minutes where i slag our audience off
6: yeah. <laughs> and i did say all of your exact addresses out yeah, yeah, loud yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah. I doxed doxed us all.
4: Uh,
2: The ritual doxing we all do.
3: (laughs) And now Uh, the stating of the address. One, two, three, yeah. fake streets. What's
1: your, yeah, what's your uh, your pin number again? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. so we're all up to close. <laughs> just so we all know. Here's um, like a
5: final thing that I have for yeah. people. Would you want to play Die Again?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't have answered it quicker. I, I don't know if I would want to come back to these characters oh, no. necessarily. No, yeah. no, no, no. Just because I think there's a lot of heart there and I think it just in terms of as a performer uh, as a creator it's kind of like I, I want them to to have their ending they yeah. had their story and i think that's their story and i want them to have some peace
3: <laughs> i, w- I want to see logan as the master oh, i was gonna say <laughs> yes. i was like i, I agree however- except <laughs> however
6: comma um, die again there is there is a die again <laughs> where <Yeah. laughs> where logan and maybe gets in contact with uh with toby or something mm. Uh, that there is like a there is a some kind of spin off sequel that I I it, make it make Logan it... takes a brand new group of people yeah, in, yeah. Yeah. in England. Yeah to make try it
3: serialized. Oh yeah. they yeah. do we'll have to like, yeah. make yeah. it um make it anthology, right? Yeah. Like yeah. American horror Story. Yeah. So it's like different every time. It's That'd not a continuation. Yeah. yeah, It's like a torture. I'd pressing. love to
2: see entirely new characters just from the perspective of what history the so very like in the creation there's like where are all these kids from? Yeah. Yeah. And there are lots of, of other
3: groups, yeah. All of
2: those different groups, all of those social dynamics.
3: Mm-hmm. There's like workmates. Such... And... Yeah. But there's yeah. also yeah. different,
1: yeah, there's there's now different kind of settings. There's one you can play at a convention, which is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's a- there's so a just n-
3: strangers. Yeah, there's yeah, a new wow. book
1: that, talked to, 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 to Kieran, Kieran about it, and I would actually love to, and I, look, I'm flagging it and I'm getting you all to agree <laughs> now uh, without asking you before because uh, our, our wonderful audience is listening. You have to say it. No, that's not true. <laughs> but there's one where you're all essentially like messy exes. Oh my god! Oh,
5: that's incredible. Oh, that's yeah. oh, yes. can, we, can we play? Can yes. we play <laughs> Fleetwood Mac playing oh guys?
1: <laughs> yes, oh. yes, yes. That would be so good. And uh, yeah, I was just thinking uh, when that book comes out, we um, we should play it for a live. Like we'll, we'll yeah. do it for one of our live streams.
6: of course. Idea. Anyway. What the fuck? That sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: I would be so curious to see how
0: another gameplay goes, because you were very clear about like don't read anything, don't read the comic if you haven't yes. read it. I just bought the comics. So I'm so yes. excited. Yeah. Um, really but yeah, good. so I would actually be so interested to see how a second playthrough would play out. Now that we've sort of like we kind of know. We what know the are. Yes. Yes. Can I be honest?
2: Yeah. The only reason I fucking saved our, our fucking dictator is because he's a guest on our podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh
6: really? Yeah. That's so funny. No, legitimately, I send your flight home. I, I, <laughs> Was po- I was ya. so sure at the table on that day? I was so sure that that was it. Like yeah. I was like, "There's no way Xavier saves Vince." That doesn't fucking make no. no. I was really any I sense.
2: genuinely was like, uh, I think I I justified it afterwards uh, to Phil. I made a comment like, "I can use him."
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I
2: was like, cool, and, now he's in my pocket. And thank yeah. God you did. Thank God, I yeah. did. thank God. Yeah, we could have like, done it. Yeah, yeah like, genuinely. Uh, um, but I was like, "Cool, there's a vote gone. That's yeah. it makes it make my job easier of getting home." Just going to well, say at the time, yeah, yeah, because you were you were yeah. antithetical to my my goals. Um, you were yeah, <laughs> you were you were, you were <laughs> a problem. Uh, but no, um, yeah, I genuinely was like, "Well, this guy's
6: a guest." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but if we play again, but I love the lights the
4: gloves are off. But I love (laughs) the, like,
6: this guy's a guest and then cut to the end of the campaign, he's my best man at the wedding. Do you know what I mean? No, that's not beautiful. Fucking turnaround because, like, obviously neither of us saw that coming from the the dynamic originally, yeah. Yeah. Max, I know you're a guest, but get your hand off that. I guess
1: guess the funny thing is that Max would have been fine. This is the one season where it's like, it's not an issue if a guest dies. That's true. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, truthfully, that was more just like I wanted extra mystery and secrets. There's no rules about, and in, and in fact, yeah, Kieran Gillen said you can you can read whatever you like. You know, it, it's more about uncovering it all. and yeah. Each character has their own different kind of flavor, so there is inherently that sense of like, well, oh, actually, what kind of tricks does the game master yeah. have? What um, kind of tricks does the fool I did have? Like I don't that. have that. It's I a good it. thing
2: to do. I did it for Vamp- vampire mm, season, yeah. um, and it's a scared Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's good.
1: Uh, well, that good brings to an end our questions from, from the Discord. And that closes. Oh, no, don't make that face, <laughs> guys. That's, that's, I don't want it to end. That's going to be the end of, we voted of when fell. the is over. Yeah, we all we all voted and we all need to get back to our real lives, unfortunately. Party is truly over.
3: <laughs> mm. Back the on the dying over. earth.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Oh,
2: do, um, do you want to? Jeez. We
4: ended up nicer
1: than well,
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> Got him.
2: <laughs> well, if the Earth is dying, why not head over to Patreon. Social, roll to cast and help support us, entertain you yeah. as the Earth slowly burns. Yeah,
1: exactly. You don't. You don't need that money slowly. where you're going. No.
5: I think there's two points of order. First of yes. all, like a, the biggest of thank yous to Max and Luna. Thank you, absolutely. So nice. thank, thank you very much. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much for Incredible having us. Incredible yeah. guests, and it wouldn't have been the season that it was yeah. without you guys. So. I,
1: there was a lot of consideration about guest performers, and you know the the fact that you're both here means that you know we hold you in very high esteem, but also that we know that you're great at what you do. And yeah, this this group of die couldn't have happened without this group of people. So yeah,
4: we, we love you. We, we love you. I had such <laughs> a good time. <laughs> <And> secondly, <laughs> we had such a
1: good time. Max says drinking yeah. his whiskey. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I did
6: bring whiskey for this. Deep <laughs> sobbing into his whiskey glass. Yes.
2: Uh, Ellen,
1: what happens
5: yes. next week? <gasps>
1: So I think we've we've kind of let the cat out of the bag several bit, yeah. times. Uh, cats wandering around the studio. Uh, we will get to talk to oh. the co-creator of both Die the Comic and the TTRPG, Kieran Gillen. He's writer of. Gosh, so many comics just, and a, Just all of the comics And a lot of them formative uh, uh I think Ellen comic likes books.
4: Him. Yeah, <laughs> formative <laughs>
1: comic books Honestly, throughout my adolescence it, It's it's a very big deal I was a bit starstruck So Phil and I talked to Kieran All about the ins and outs of Die But also about writing in general About comics About TTRPGs And why we play them And why we tell stories It's a really, really, really great chat So, yeah, stick around for that
2: Oh, that's the guy you have a shrine to, right? In your room? Yeah <laughs> <laughs> No. no, keep
6: it in. Uh, it.
3: It's
6: an altar. Don't <laughs> be silly. Don't it's an altar. do embarrass me in
3: front of
4: our guests. No, In front of, <laughs> internet. In front don't of the embarrass internet. embarrass me in front of the internet.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Well, that, that That's it. closes the book on Dying the RPG. We'll, we'll be talking more about uh, uh, the game as you know in, in the next episode, but in terms of the narrative of when the party's over.
3: But the podcast doesn't end. Well, uh, I uh, am going to be running the next season. Uh, I am going to be running a game of Modiphius's Dune: Adventures in the Imperium. Uh, Dune is one of my uh, absolute all-time favorite books. Uh, I love, I love the book, love the story, love the world, love the movie. Uh, so I'm really, really excited to play it, uh, and uh, we've been we've been diving in quite recently, making stuff, uh, and so you'll be hopefully hearing the episode zero very, very soon um, to find out sort of where where we're setting it and who we are. And why uh, would you do an episode zero? I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so stick around for our interview with Kieran Gillen. Stick around for season ten of Roll to Cast. Yes. and make Hell sure yeah. that. You know, you keep on doing all the good things. Like, subscribe, give us a rating, share it around. We have a Patreon where you can get the episodes a day early and also just support us in, you know, making each season bigger, better, faster, shinier. Ad-free. Ad-free and, and minty fresh. Um, and hop into our Discord where you as you know, uh, our lovely Discord uh, people uh, talk to us all all the live long day and ask us questions that could be featured in the podcast so you too can have your own voice on this podcast. Um, that is all. From me, I've been Ellen slash Allegra slash the game master.
4: <laughs> I have
3: been Phil slash Toby slash the Neo.
0: I have been Luna slash Cat slash Avendra with Gracie. Special mention. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've been Sean slash Logan
6: slash the great DW. God, I've been <laughs> oh, Jesus. I've been Max slash Vince slash Flynn Flint. Oh, sorry. The, there you it. go. You threw me off by the DW voice. Blended, blended all, of the, all of the uh the resentment that I had for you as like as Vince for oh. Logan just rushed back to me.
0: <laughs> strong finish, strong finish. Strong finish. Yeah. Good
6: it's, job. Strong start, strong finish.
1: It's a game with a lot of bleed.
6: <laughs> and I was Chris
2: slash Xavier rarely Adam the Godbinder. Thanks very much for listening. Bye! Bye! Bye. Everybody. Like
1: and subscribe Bye. Max why do you feel like we're bullying you Every time we ask you a question <laughs> God.
5: You have been listening to When the Party's Over Which is a roll to cast production The best way to find us is on Twitter Discord and our Patreon All our podcasts are on Acast Spotify, YouTube and all good podcatchers You can support us on Patreon At www.patreon.com Forward slash roll to cast the Die RPG is copyright of Lemon Inc. Ltd. and Stephanie Hahn Studio. The underlying game systems and mechanics are copyright of Roward, Rook and Deckard Limited. All rights reserved. I know well, them. But you know. <laughs> this is the uh, Die post-season for where the party... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ten seconds of silence. Jesus.
6: You know, we could
2: really annoy Sean by stopping in the middle.
6: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.